because today is the Feast of Pentecost, there is a great temptation to preach about the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And that's how we know the Spirit is present, isn't it? Because those gifts are manifested. If I asked you to list the gifts of the Holy Spirit, could you do it? It's part of the church's more theological tradition, and you'd probably come up with that list of gifts, wisdom, fortitude, piety, fear of the Lord, courage, etc. If you are more in tune with the charismatic renewal movement, you'd probably list some of those gifts, speaking in tongues, prophecy, healing, interpretation, things like that. The second temptation on Pentecost is to preach about the church, since traditionally today is considered the church's founding feast day. Before the coming of the Holy Spirit, the disciples of Jesus were a frightened, disorganized, and disillusioned band of fishermen, tax collectors, and other sinners. After the coming of the Holy Spirit, they were people on a mission with the gifts they needed to accomplish that mission even in the face of overwhelming odds. Thus, the church was established, and we believe that because the Spirit is still with us, the church still endures. Today, this weekend, we need the gifts of the Holy Spirit, maybe more than at any time in our lifetimes. This weekend, we've seen protests and demonstrations, even riots in many places. We've seen systemic racism and personal racism taking lives on our streets and provoking understandable anger. We're exhausted by this pandemic and its restrictions. Nearly 40% of us are out of work and facing potential economic ruin. We are isolated, exhausted, and afraid of each other, and unable to speak or listen across our ideological divisions. Any sense of the common good has been replaced by competition and power. And our diabolical thirst for power doesn't just demonize the other, it makes demons of us. And somehow in this social, political, economic, and medical crisis, none of the systems and structures that are supposed to help in a crisis are doing much of anything. We're terrified, and we've lost the ability to engage in constructive dialogue, and we no longer seem to have a grasp of the common good. The story of Pentecost is this. In the midst of their isolation and fear, the disciples of Jesus were visited by the Holy Spirit. And that Spirit drove them out into the streets and empowered them to speak and to listen and to understand each other. Suddenly, briefly, the chaos that had prevailed since the Tower of Babel subsided. And the Holy Spirit gave those disciples the gift of speaking every language and gave the crowds the gift of listening and understanding. 
And as miraculous as this sudden communication was, don't miss the important content of the disciples' preaching. They were communicating about the mighty acts of God. Today, more than any other era of our lifetimes, we need every one of the Spirit's gifts. We need the talents and abilities, the imagination, the strong arms and strong wills of every person. To get through this chaotic and dark time, we need the gifts that the Holy Spirit bestows on every person, every kind of person, and every nation. We will need the genius of our daughters and our sons, the courage and determination of our immigrants. We need the faith of our neighbors of all faiths. We need people of color and LGBT people and all the people on society's margins. To get through this time, we need everyone and we can't leave anyone behind, not anymore. To get through this time, there can be no more us and them. There is just us, justice. How do I know this? Because I know that there are different gifts, but the same spirit. There are different forms of service, but the same Lord. Different workings, but the same God who produces all of them in everyone. Did you hear that in the readings? All of them in everyone. We are all of the same body given to drink of the one spirit. The hard truth is that we're not going back to the way our lives were before. Time moves in only one direction. And the way life was before wasn't good or just or equitable or accessible for too many people. If you're thinking that you want your life in June to be just like it was in January, then it's time to check your privilege. We all have things that we miss and things that we want to get back to and people that we are desperate to see and to embrace. But we can't be satisfied with a society in which our political system is broken and our educational system is broken and our healthcare system is broken and our justice system is broken and our environment is broken. These things didn't just break in March, but the extent of their dysfunction has been horrifyingly revealed to us. And we need every one of the Spirit's gifts given to each for the sake of all to bring us to something better. I'm not a utopian, but my faith tells me that there is a golden age for us. It's just not in the past. It's in the kingdom of God, which is always ahead of us, never fully in the present, and never in the past. How do we begin? 
I think we begin like the apostles, speaking and listening to each other with vulnerability and honesty and charity. That can help us rediscover the mighty deeds that God is still doing through the work of the Holy Spirit among us. I think we also have to begin, as the disciples did in John's Gospel, receiving the peace that is Jesus' gift to us and sharing that peace through the enormous power of forgiveness. We are given the power to forgive sin, to forgive each other. Have you ever considered the awesome power that that entails? You have the power to forgive. When you're in conflict, when you've been injured or insulted, when you're angry or when you've been treated unjustly, you have the power to bring about change. But it's not easy. It takes a serious act of will. And sometimes it takes a long time to accomplish. But by your ability to forgive someone else, you have the the power to free yourself and them. Our own sinfulness sometimes makes us want to hold on to someone else's sin, to maintain our own sense of victimization. But God has given us the power to dissolve conflict, to heal each other's anger, and to move forward by making a choice to forgive. Forgive. 